What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Just Sayin' Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Martindale. And quick shout out uh, to the Laguna Beach House, which I just had a fantastic weekend. Uh, if you are in the Laguna area, stay there. It's vintage. It's kitschy. It's the smells. It's just, uh, it was wonderful. I needed to get the hell out of town. It was my anniversary and my mom's 70th birthday. And I uh, hope she had a great birthday, but we did FaceTime, but that was pretty much it. And uh, I'm recharged, ready to go. We got some fan decor that has come in. So we're going to start redesigning this set even a little more. Um, but other than that, yeah, let's get into this week's episode. Uh, today's guest is one of my favorites. Uh, I mean, my gosh, seen him on The Tonight Show. We've actually b- have blown up together. We recently performed at a arcade uh, <laughs> on Friday night, we're moving on up in the world. It's Fahim Anwar. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Good to be here. I'm glad you didn't leave out the arcade credit. Yes. Because most people, you know, they'll say Tonight Show and all that stuff, but the arcade one is the most recent one that I'm most proud of. Mm-hmm. That was a nice little blast from the past. Was that Friday we did it? I think that was Friday. Um, it yeah. all meshes together. I was already in vacation mode because I think you saw me and I was like, I gotta get out of this yes, town. Yes, you were about to snap. I was. So I was just, I was I'm for just it. tired. It's been a busy, crazy couple of weeks. And like when you have a vacation ready to go, you're like, Ugh! yeah. But I was like, you know what I need to do first? Drive to downtown LA. You need to be completely broken before you can build Heal. your spirits back up. Exactly. Like the water. Exactly, exactly. But that's what I love about stand up is that you're constantly humbled, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I think acting, you can be a little more sheltered in a bubble and drink your own Kool-Aid. But just statistically, we always slip into, there's always a bad show, and then you feel like shit again. Yeah. And that, like, you know, we love whoever booked us, right? We're not trying to throw anybody under the bus or whatever, but it was a little bit of a blast from the past, like the first four years of doing stand-up. Exactly. You do shows like that all the time. It was it was me and you and, and Francisco Ramos, and we were just standing at, at, along the, the wall in the back. We had to walk through an arcade. <laughs> So you hear like tokens and like all these electronic sounds. And it was a giant arcade downtown. It was huge. Like I kind of took a mental note of it. I go, I got to come back here and not do comedy and just play video games. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea that that was like a thing. It's amazing. It was like hipster Dave and Buster's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was totally that. It was like a warehouse. There was like an Edison light bulb. I had to get them come get me because I didn't know they had to like fish me from Mm -hmm. video games. And it was this back room. And it's funny because the doors would open because people would have to go outside to get beer. Yeah. But every time the door opened, you just could hear people having <laughs> way And you could hear people having way more fun yeah. than what was going on in the room. Like yeah. everyone, you'd see the audience just kind of like crane their neck. Yeah. Like it was, was very humbling. Yeah. Like we were a hip anti-drug program that like an elementary school hired. You guys don't like fun? This is the place to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who has I, time for games? Yeah, like I Come do on in here. Dancing. Yeah, it was it was definitely uh, an experience. Every time the door opened, like light would pour into the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, uh Yeah. And, and I'd have, have to yell and be like, I'm on stage. Yeah. Everyone look. You here. can play video games after the show. I remember talking to um the crowd because uh that's what we do now. We have to talk. You're not a real comic unless yeah. you're doing crowd work. People love crowd work. They love crowd work. And yeah. I'm talking to people and they were just looking at me. And I'm like, all right, well, this is, and of course, the booker brings me up to, I'm coming out. And I'm like, come on. Can I just She have- played the Aladdin theme song from, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's her thing. She's just like a playlist yes. comedian. She's Let's, like Don Rickles of just playlists. Just profile the comic yeah. before they come on. <laughs> this is what you're going to get. Go. 
Um, and then we had that moment where that comic uh, got up, and it was like her first or second time. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, some of those shows where, like, you don't realize until they announce this person you've never heard of, their name, uh-huh. and 80% of the crowd go, woo! And you go, oh, yeah. it's a bringer show. Or, yes. like, 80% of the people are here to see their friend do stand-up for the first time. Yes. And we're just part of it. Yeah. And we were like, oh, we're part of this, like, moment for her. But it was my favorite was when she goes, so, guys, I had a birthday in August. Ah, and I'm old now. I'm 24. And we were like, no! Ah! Like, we just, like, Fahim and Francisco and I, like, it was yeah, like yeah. when vampires see the yeah, sun, they yeah. just start, like, We turn turning. into dust. <laughs> no! <laughs> or it's like that woman from Game of Thrones, just like, <laughs> all the moisture left our face, and then we were just... <laughs> And I had to go on next, so I go hydrate me, and then you put water on my face, and then <laughs> I just get one of those like White Walker icicles, just <laughs> just shatter into yeah. a thousand pieces. I'm 24. Oh it's over God. for me. Then you're like, what am I? <laughs> what you just am have an existential I? crisis on stage. You go, if she thinks it's over, yeah, she pull a gun up. <laughs> Are you guys ready for some live entertainment? No, please. Yeah. Oh, that was a trip though, and here we are. It's yeah, but I chalk it up to one of those things where, I mean, it's cool you were there. It was cool. So you can laugh it off. Mm-hmm. If I didn't know anybody there, I'd be so sad. Like, so sad. I would feel like I've regressed. I've Benjamin buttoned, like, into my career or something. Like, fuck. But we were like, eh, okay. Sometimes you get fooled a little bit. But it was funny <laughs> because you did that on stage where you're like, because they brought you up to the Tonight yeah, Show. Yeah, they gave and me my like, credits. But here I am now, guys. Yeah, so. they, go Joe, they go Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, Conan mm-hmm. recently did Tonight Show. And then I... You know, I'm in the back room of an arcade, mm-hmm. and then I get on a stage that's like it was six huge. inches above the ground. But was it, it a big stage? No, no, no. no. But it I'm wasn't? just saying, it's funny when you do a show, and it's just like the stage is just like three oh, inches yeah, off the ground. platform, yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did the Tonight Show, and now, now I'm playing an arcade. Two-bit arcade. An arcade in Skid Row. Yeah, I know. I know. Like I'm doing some bowling alleys after this, too. Yeah. My favorite game to play is dodge the the night walkers when you leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you could valet. I parked kind of it was kind of sketchy. I had to have my head on the swivel back to my Ugh, car. God, I know you're like this. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. This is my my best show and my last. But I'm not gonna pay for parking. I used to no. have this joke that like parking costs as much as you are afraid of homeless people. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if you're not afraid, it's free. <laughs> but you gotta you gotta walk quite a bit. You that gotta, needs to be a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not afraid, it's free. <laughs> yeah. But if you're very afraid, then you're gonna pay a hundred dollars to be right next to wherever you gotta go, and take a sky bridge so you're not even. Oh God, you don't even touch the ground. You just mm-hmm. have to walk above it. Yeah, it's like Minneapolis, just connected by sky bridges. Oh yeah, I love Minneapolis. Shout out Minneapolis. Yeah, I mean, shout out cities. I mean, yeah, that's what I did over the weekend. I just chilled. Did Laguna. I did wine tasting at Bianchi. Whoa. Yes, got two bottles of wine. It was great. Um, lot, you know what I love about Laguna? It's very relaxing. The water's gorgeous. It's got actual, like, rocks, like, like that hit the shore. And just yeah, sh- violent. Oh, yeah, just so That'd good. That'd be a good way to die, you know, if you love the ocean. Dash across like, the rocks. Or just, like, have the waves crush you against the... Yeah, but then I got nervous because then I saw people like paddle boarding like early in the morning, and that's when it always goes down. And because mm. we got up early, we got our coffee, we walked along the beach, and there's just some paddle boarder 
by himself. And it's always early in the morning where they're like, Jim was out paddleboarding yeah. like he normally does when the fin of a great white took him down. Well, he he lost his him. leg that day, but two weeks later, Jim was back out because he loves the ocean. He's like, he ain't gonna take me yeah. down, Meg. You know? I always like the paddleboard dog combo. That's pretty cool. That's just, always a good one. You know? But even like skill. you see like seals jumping out on paddleboards because they're like, there's the a shark under here. And no. Oh, yeah. And I can't do it. Love Laguna. The women in Laguna were... Up there? Up there. Just, yeah. Not like for me, but they they helped with the um, the ambiance because a lot of the, I went and got a manicure, pedicure. Um, and I like you do full full name for that. You don't do mani-pedi. No, you're, you're manicure. Pure. Look, pedicure. You're, you're an adult. You're a professional. Yeah. Yeah. Manicure, and pedicure. these women love their wine and their pills, <laughs> and I'm here for it. That'd be a great name for like a brunch spot or like a mimosa. It's called wine and pills. <laughs> wine and pills. Like they're not hiding the fact that they're oh, about no. the pills too. Mm-hmm. You get a side of pills. They go, what do you want? Xanax? You want? Clonopin. Clonopin. Yeah. We got it all. Valium, whatever you want. What if it's like the when you go to like an Erewhon or something and they have that tube with like nuts? It's just, it's just pills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like you go into the candy store and it's like the, yeah, what was yeah, it? Yeah. Sweet what? factory or something? Wait, or what? What, are, what are the things in there? Oh my god! Oh, it's like the Jelly Belly, like the tur- <laughs> yeah. like all the jelly beans. <laughs> well, yeah. you put a quarter in, and then it just comes through. And You're like, oh, that's good. It's like, a, yeah, these are all different. I mean, this woman. We went out to dinner one night, and she just like sits up at the in the stool, and she's just just looking around. I think she was on a date too, and yeah. the guy was talking to like some younger guys because the big game was on. Couldn't tell you what it was. Yeah, yeah some yeah. game was on, yeah. and she was just like, she did the one eye pirate. Where she can't Let's look go. at her phone. And then they're leaving, and uh, the waitress was like, well, how are you getting home? And she just goes, UberX. And we— She said, what? UberX. UberX. <laughs> she turned into Beetlejuice? Yes. Oh, I mean, the way you're we'll moving— into Beetlejuice later. <laughs> but, yeah, she straight straight was like, UberX. And Evan and I just were like, holy shit. Then I'm getting my, my, my toes done. And this woman just barrels into the into the uh, the nail salon, and she sits down, and she's like, "I need French tips on both hands, both like, hands." Like it's an emergency. Yeah. <laughs> sits I, I down, need French tips. Sits yeah. down. They're like, "We can get to you in like 15, 20 minutes." She goes, 15, 20 minutes." <sighs> All right. Pulls her bags down, and then my feet are are like the lady's painting my nails because <laughs> I was like, "I'm gonna go for a nice look at that." Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Pumpkin spice toes. And um, she's painting my toes, and this woman's just staring at my feet. And I'm just kind of like, ooh, this is weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know if she's into this, but I can't go anywhere. So, yeah. yeah. You, you got to sneak a peek. You can't be fixated on yeah. that long, no matter what like, it is. What if the roles were reversed? This what if that was, it was yeah. me just like It's like staring. cleavage. Sneak, sneak a glance, you know. But she was like literally... Closer, closer to me than you are now. Just staring at my feet. And I was like, yeah. And then some lady was like, I'm really embarrassed because your feet are nicer than mine. And I was like, don't you fucking forget it. I didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. She I wanted sunglasses to. just to put on. Mm-hmm. Don't you fucking forget it. Yep. And you try to leave. She's like, I'm not done. I need to touch it. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> it would have been more impactful if I could leave. No, I'm I, not I, paying <laughs> for this. I swivel a cape around and leave. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into some stories. It was a busy, busy week. Um, these are just some of the the hottest 
pop culture stories of the week. Please, I come to you for this. Yes, you got your I mean, on the a pulse. lot of people do, and I like... Well, every time I see you on stage, like, I almost... You're my news source. I know that I will know what's going on. Did You've you know always that, got a great take on it. You're yeah, always on the bleeding edge of what's going on pop culturally. This podcast actually charts in news. For real? <laughs> it's, that's awesome. It's, it's like that's Keith, awesome and scary. <laughs> no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Keith Olbermann, Morning Joe, uh-huh. all those guys, and then yeah, me. So yeah, I give people the entertainment, and you know, here's what's going on. You know, I see people in the hallway. We'll, we'll chat and catch up. Like, what do you think about this? So. This one's actually new. Um, Cher, mm-hmm. the singer, the icon, right. uh, she apparently is back on with her 37-year-old boyfriend. I guess they had, what was it, like a spring romance? Um, yeah, she was caught being cozy with her former beau, Alexander A.E. Edwards. Mm. A.E. Edwards sounds like he performs here. Yeah, or he has like a truck award that he passes out every year. Like, <laughs> yeah. An A.E. Edwards. A.E. Edwards in the mix. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they stepped out Friday for dinner in Beverly Hills. They were holding hands, leaving funky. Is it funk? Well, here's what's so funny is like the ages are so old yeah. that they still use the language caught. It's like you're 77 and 37. Yeah, yeah. We caught these like older people getting cozy. Yeah. Can I just say this is my new thing that's really pissing me off with like these articles and some and and such like there was an article that came out last week with Yasmeen Bleeth. Oh man, I used to have such a crush on her. Right? Yeah. Like okay. more than Pamela Anderson because everyone I so was too. like, look, Pamela's great. But I like I was like the indie band. I'm like, yo, y'all sleeping on Yasmin? Yasmin was slept on. Slept on. Yeah. Okay. Not right. 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 Take it back. Take it back. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it out. I don't uh, want to be. I mean, slept on in the. But it's crazy because now the new thing is, you know, that was what the '90s when she was on Baywatch. Yeah. And they they're doing this now with women where they're like, Yasmin Bleeth steps out in public, unrecognizable. I'm like, she's in her, what, like late 50s, early 60s now, probably? Early 60s? It would be weird if they looked exactly the same after all these years. That's what I'm saying. They're like, this former hot woman is now gross. (laughs) I mean, not even gross. It's just human. I know. It drives me insane. I'm just like, and then, of course, people are like, you know, the comments are What happened? What happened? Why did she she age? I have this fantasy because, like, this happens to anybody in the public eye, like, who's on TV or film. Just, uh, you know, civilians will be like, oh, my God, what happened to them? They're so old now. I want that celebrity just to, like, pull up pictures from that person's life and be like, look at you, motherfucker. Yeah. This is your high school photo. Yeah. You look like shit. Yeah. At least I look close to what I look like. Look at you. You look like mashed yeah, potatoes just because, with legs. Like, civilians never have to do that. They they don't have that stark difference. But, like, their entire 20s weren't, can, like, uh, like, immortalized on yeah. film. But it's also that... You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, because then if you get the work and you're like tucked and pulled and everything, it's like, and why they do that? Yeah. They should have what? aged gracefully. Yeah, so what I say, what the fuck? <laughs> they age gracefully. They're like, gross, go back to the woods, you know? It's like, yeah, you can't uh, win. I'm here for like share. I mean, my God, you're share. Just go out. They went out. That's her boyfriend. Oh, all right. She's 77. She still looks She's amazing. Great. No one's like, what happened to share? She's a god. That's what happened. So, you know, and everyone's kind of like a little like, hmm, what's he doing with her? I don't like how he is in front of Cher. Good call. 
How what are you, what are you dare doing? you? You're the plus one. Why is the plus one in front? Yeah, the plus Get one. Get behind me. I'm good fucking call. share. You're two names. I'm one. Yeah. You're share. You lead. Yeah. You're the boss, bitch. Like Exactly. So they were holding hands. Everyone's losing their shit because I guess they've gotten back together. I'm here for a, a what is that called? A what? spring, summer. Is it May, December. May, May, Dece- May December know. romance. Have you ever dated somebody older than you? Uh, not really. And if so, maybe like a year. I'm trying to think if, could I date somebody in their 70s? Maybe. I feel like there's a lot of like older women that take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. They're healthy. They look good. Like what if she was like, you there, boy. <laughs> so, so it's pretty much a share. You want to go to the you're, you're just asking me, like, would you date Cher? Would you date Cher? What if Cher was like, this is a song? And you were like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Her, her vocoder's on all the time, too. But you too. don't have to, like, have, like, you don't have to be intimate with, with them, you know? It could just be like, I just want this has gotten downgraded. This has gotten downgraded to, would you have coffee with Cher? I would totally have coffee with Cher. <laughs> I would have coffee with Cher no in a shit. heartbeat. I would have coffee with I would have sushi with Cher. Yeah, I'd be like, and I would ask her, what's the secret? Like, what spell? No, no, you go, you go, who's your guy? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Let's be real. Who's your guy? Mm-hmm. Calabasas? What are we? Woodland Hills? Where's he at? Mm-hmm. Europe? Come on, Madrid? Who's your guy? Also, like, can you put the potion that gave you eternal life into my There's coffee? That too. God. I mean, yeah, we were talking about. Uh, <laughs> going one of two ways, just kind of like aging not that great or just looking super weird and alien. She's threaded that needle. I love it. Yeah. Because if a guy did it, they're like, oh, look, it, no problem. Cher does it. Everyone's like, oh, this is, she's dating young men. I'm like, go for it. Yeah. We also, ha- we, we need that as a game show. When, when the strike is over and we can like get back to television and stuff, we need a show called Would You Date Cher? <laughs> and Cher comes out and she doesn't talk. She's just there as a visual aid. Just swiping in real life. Mm-hmm. Ah, that would be just, amazing. Uh, I, I would date Cher. That is the correct answer. It's the quickest game show. Just all of them say yes. <laughs> Do you We've really? never had a no. We'll try again. <laughs> we'll try again next week. Cher's wardrobe has been brought to you. Brought to us by spay and neuter your animals. Um, well, it is it is a, a sad time for uh, some because over the weekend we had a divorce. We had a shocking split. Oh my god, Hugh yeah. Jackman. I was <sighs> I was watching Wolverine when I heard the news. Were you? <laughs> Like, just so I, I had to pause it and like take a breather outside. Mm-hmm. I was wearing a wife beater because I'm yeah. very involved oh, yeah. when I watch. I have chopsticks in my yeah, hand. You, you and taped them to your, I taped them to your yeah, knuckles. Yeah, yeah. And then I have Hugh Jackman alerts, Google alerts. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tore my wife beater. And I was like, ow! Oh, yeah. But Hugh and Deb, Deborah Lee Furness uh, divorced, announced their split after 27 years of marriage. Yeah. What a run. Huh? What a run, though. What a run. 27, Hollywood, you know? But everyone was like, and by everyone, I mean the gays, Mm. were like, (laughs) prairie dogs, (laughs) out of the the dirt. We're like, really? Here's the thing. I'm not trying to say that someone is gay. There have been gay rumors about Hugh Jackman forever. But 
It would be rad. I love like an older like person coming out in life. You it's, know, it's like Jordan coming back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out of retirement. Jordan with the four five. It's like it's like if it's something that everyone discussed and they were like, I mean, come on. He loves Broadway. He was in the Music Man. Mm. You know, he was in the Greatest Showman. He loves That's titles funny. with man in it. He he Jackman. He oh, oh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, lest we forget his last name is Jackman. Jack it was under our noses the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> this is like the usual suspect. Uh-huh. Did we? I need to drop my like coffee mug right here. Kaiser Sozek, <laughs> Jack man, it was there the whole time. It was in front of us. The this Broadway, is the, 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 show. the the Broadway stuff was a red herring. It was Jack man. Yeah, the whole time. I mean, and she was she was a little older as well. I think uh, by a couple of years. So yeah, fifty four, and she was sixty seven. Yeah. So uh, apparently, COVID tore him apart. Is that the is that the That's, word on the street? They're saying that you know them spending a lot of that time. much time. Yeah. Well, I mean, this should be a lesson to women out there. We're not meant to spend that much time together. <laughs> Twenty-seven years. It's toxic. That's it. So, I mean, the reason uh, you know your parents and your grandparents is because they barely saw each other. They're at war and like you know being raising children being in a submarine. Yeah, it's like too too much. We're too different. I mean, I'm joking here. Don't cancel me. But I mean, there's no, a no, kernel, no, no. There's a kernel of truth. I mean, it is, it is, it also, is Also, we, we used to never be this tethered to people with texts and, you know what I mean? You used to be able True. to, like, see them at the house, then you go your separate ways, but just to, like, have constant blankets of, like, On attention. Of yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think we've ever had this much exposure to your partner. But it is funny, too, because it's like, we're now in a society where there's cameras and people are taking pictures whenever they can, but we're not at the point now where when a couple announces their split, there's always the, like, Hugh Jackman steps outside for the first time ever without his wedding ring on. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, like, like it's Groundhog Day. Don't have it. And there's like a huge tan line. Uh, but I mean, good for them. But also, I'm like, I know. Yeah. Do I? You know. We'll see. We'll see. Wolverine in a we'll jockstrap. Just saying. What if immediately, like, just like next week, you see him in a cage, like. On a wheel, he just like goes full immersion. He's like, I'm living my truth. I think my pupil pupils just <laughs> dilated. I was like, Bull? I mean, it's one of those things, you know. You're like, oh yeah, he's very like an Australian like jacked man. He is, you know. And I, you know, she's great. She'll bounce back, I'm sure. But get out of here, Deborah. <laughs> what if she starts dating? Cy- Look at that. He's got those Keith Urban bangs. What if she starts dating Cyclops? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> She's just ripping through the X-Men. I mean, my God, Deadpool. Oh, yeah, she's just going through them. Mm-hmm. But then you find out that it wasn't Cyclops. It was Mystique the whole Holy time. Shit. And you're like, oh, my God, she's a lad. Print it. You can wear a fedora at Disneyland? I didn't know that. Yeah. When you're the music man, you totally can. Yeah. So good luck. It, Apparently, they're devastated, but yeah. I don't know. It is interesting, too, when you are a Hollywood couple like that. You, you like, make the announcement. And then both of you have PR teams, and it's mm-hmm. a race to get ahead of it. Like yeah. Joe Jonas and like Sophie Turner, yeah. right? So it's like, it's bad enough you got to split. Now you're like, okay, we want to seem like the good guys here. Let's leak this. You know what I mean? It's like all this extra shit. She had two kids. Now she's an alcoholic and likes to party too much. Right. Oh, man. All right. Let's get into some more. Halle Berry doubles down on her Drake feud. I didn't know that there I was a... I had no idea as well. You had no idea there was no. a feud between Halle Berry and Drake? No. <laughs> well, 
get into it. So apparently he has a new album coming out. Um, and he is using her image from the Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Awards from 2012 that is owned by Getty Images. And she is pissed because uh, she says that Drake initially reached out to her for perm- for permission of her image, and she said no. She said, because he asked me, and I said no. That's why. Uh-huh. Um, so someone said... Why ask if you intend to do what you want to do? That was the fuck you to me. Not cool. You get it? Oh, Hallie. But apparently it's this image of her covered in slime is the album cover for Drake's new album, which I th- what is it called? Is it called? Oh, it's called Slime You Out. Let's see. The Catwoman star. Okay. She's done so much more than that. Why are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, is why there are a, we saying like, that? Say Monsters Ball. Was she Monsters Monst- Ball? She got yeah, an Oscar yeah. for Monsters Ball. The Catwoman star uh, comes two days after she slammed the Grammy-winning artist for using the image to promote his song with SZA, Slime You Out. So that's, I mean, that's a cool album photo, I will say. Yeah. But there he is. I mean, it is fucked up to ask and then still go through with it. That's where he messed up. If he was going to do it anyway, just put it out and then deal with it later. It is kind of messed up to say, hey, because... In my mind, you're like, oh, okay, they respect me enough to ask, and my opinion means something. Yeah. And then when you just don't use it. Well, she's pissed off because he didn't get her permission. So, but also if Drake was like, here, (laughs) some money, there you go, here's some Birkins, I've got like 900 of them, do you want one? Or like, some sort of negotiation, like, yeah. all right, can we donate to a charity? What's it going to take for But it's not use- like this was like you shat your pants outside of Craig's or, you know what I mean? That'd be <laughs> funny. And it's just Getty Images and it's just you shitting your pants. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the big deal? I mean, Getty Im- Images owns you shitting your pants. I it's had out- the bolognese. It's, it's out there. <laughs> Anybody can pay for it and access it. I told him no more bread. <laughs> and your, your date's looking on, and you're just, it's like the worst moment of your life. And it just says Getty Images. <laughs> and just flash, 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 flash. That's the thing about the paparazzi. Like, oh. like, we are niche enough where, like, our rock bottoms, there's no photographers around. But yeah. if you're, like, Britney or whatever— you got cameras all over on your worst moments in life. Well, my God, but some of those moments in life, they had, they, remember the, like, the no panties era where all of them got out of their cars oh, with no panties yeah. on? We need to bring back, well, we need to start. <laughs> we think, I think guys need to start just like free balling and free getting balling. out of cars. Just really high cars. Yeah. Just, and wearing kilts. Just boom. <laughs> just wearing kilts and nothing underneath and just being surprised. Like, What's going on here? It's by culture. This is my privacy. Uh, Well, let's get into some dongs, shall we? A new dinner party here in Los Angeles is encouraging guests to dine in the buff without the fear of being asked to leave. It's called Feud. (laughs) A poor manchu. What? A portmanchu? What is that? We're too poor to pronounce that. How do you say that? A portmanchu? Portmanteau. Portmanteau? Portmanteau. He's a good... Pimento. uh, <laughs> a poor man to a food and nude, and is the brainchild of performance artist and chef Charlie Ann Max. Um, Max has done similar pop ups in New York, San Francisco. Pop ups, I like that. Great. But also since 2020 <laughs> during COVID, weren't we not yeah. supposed to have pop ups? The latest LA experience is currently happening at a private house in the San Fernando Valley. This is not a thing. This is not an experience. This is a swinger party. Yeah. 
Guests arrive and strip completely naked. Then there's a breathwork class <laughs> followed by a plant-based meal. Someone's bottoming. You know, yeah, the the difference between just like creepy, <laughs> creepy dude trying to set up some weird sexual shit and like <laughs> this no, it's an experience. Is, is, yeah, just calling it an experience or an art installation. <laughs> the dinner like, that would be a good game show. Like creepy dude yeah. or art install modern art. Is, is you know, no, this, this is art. A, this is a guy off Craigslist mm -hmm. who put it together. And you're like, no, this is a Soho. No, guys, I've done this in New York and San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Oh, other major cities? <laughs> you're not doing them in Tampa. Yeah. There's just like a shadow. In Waco. Uh, there's like a shadow behind the screen, and then people guess, and then the thing comes up, and it's just the guy with like molester glasses. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh, you were wrong. That's the guy it's who's a creepy feud. guy. Well, um, the dinner's extremely exclusive, and you can't just make a simple reservation. There's a long application process. Sure, you have to send a photo, and they say no, cisgendered men can attend without a referral. Ooh, that's discrimination. It is, isn't it? There's also a safety guide to ensure everyone's comfortable. I mean, that's mm. kind of funny. Maybe they're trying to get in, and like the dress code is like, Lose it. <laughs> no, like you can't get in. Am I not wearing the right thing? You're wearing the thing. Take You're wearing off. the thing. What if, well, also it's like, do you have to be hot? I mean, I feel like that's, I feel like it's Abercrombie kind of under the table. Like they don't explicitly say it. But I would get so, I'm so nervous around naked people. I wouldn't be able to enjoy, I, I would never go to, like, this is my nightmare. I would never do that. Eat naked? Well, in my head, I'm immediately thinking of like Clue meets Eyes Wide Shut. So it's like you show, you show up to this dinner party and you're like, oh, what a lovely, what a lovely uh, venue we have. And then some weird bell rings and some guy's like, remove your clothes. And you're like, oh, well, okay. Well, I'm from the D.C. area. Yeah. You know, like it's very, but like what do they, what do they serve? So it's like. And does it cross the line? Do okay. we have dinner? And then it's like, well. Yeah, like it's very professional on the up and up. If anyone gets a boner, they get bounced. They go, that's not what this is about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got this, it. This is about fine dining naked. Yeah, right. And you're making it sexual. Right. Get at it. And the bouncers are <laughs> naked too. <laughs> so they're, yeah. the, they're, they're pulling you up out of your chair so, and you're, you're yeah, hitting their yeah, dicks yeah. too. The, the, and you're like, like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy in the middle has a boner, but yeah. the bouncers don't. And they're just, <laughs> get them. They open the doors. Get them out of here. The chef comes out with just a chef hat and he's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, and he goes, goes, how's everything tasting? And, like, the cock is, like, right by the coffee. It's, it's, it, like, it's, goes into the drink on accident. So, it's, He's like, it's, I'm sorry about that. It's good. It's I'm good. sorry. There was a, there's a pube in oh, my risotto. I'm so uh, sorry. I'm so yeah. sorry. Well, that's part of the experience. Well, the chefs are allowed to wear pube nets oh, <laughs> in the okay. kitchen. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, like, just naked bear. Yeah. Yeah. Naked bear. Yes, naked chef. <laughs> So the meal quickly turned into a group therapy session with diners discussing their fears, doubts, and struggles with gender expectations and norms around the words yes and no. If you're permitted to attend, the tickets start at $150 a person. Where you carry the cash to settle your bill is unclear. Is your butthole? Oh, meaning you can't, like, oh, lick your <laughs> no, wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone just fishes their money yeah. from their asshole. <laughs> and they go, this was delectable. And then they wipe the poop off it, and they go, when are you, when's the next pop-up? 
I want to know. We'll send you an email confirmation <laughs> when uh, it gets closer to the time. We don't want people, you know, getting getting around. I like to how it. it says too. Like the meal quickly turned into a group therapy session. Is that code for orgy? That's what I'm wondering. It's got to be group breath work massage. <laughs> That's when I would leave. That sounds like the most boring part of the dinner. And like, everyone's talking about how they're all struggling with gender expectations and norms. I'll tell you what what you're having a struggle with. You're not allowing cisgendered men into it. Yeah. But also like that makes no sense to me. So they're just they're just shouldn't it be open to all? What if you're a cisgendered man you're like god damn it I want to eat naked and out in public. Yeah, where's where's our place? <sighs> I'll tell you where. Applebee's. Yeah. Yes. What if you mix up the address and you show up naked to like a, the wrong restaurant? Oh my <laughs> and god! And you go, oh my bad. They go, We've been like getting a lot of this. Uh, you're, it, <laughs> it's too. It's too down. It's you're so excited. You're like, <laughs> yeah. here it is. They're like, you're at an Outback Steakhouse. Oh God, no. <laughs> huh? Yeah, the blue and onion should have been a tip off. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, why is everyone? Why is everyone dressed? Hugh Jackman's there. This is the show. <laughs> yeah. Share. Oh, they got, they got blooming onions at this. Oh, God. All right. Well, speaking, you mentioned Beetlejuice earlier. Yes. Did you hear about this story? I, yeah, I have. I am not. I, I try to avoid politics, but this is just too good. Yeah, she's like the blade of politics, though. She crosses over. <laughs> she into, really does. Yeah. I mean, it's Lauren Boebert. She is a congresswoman from uh, Colorado. And this story has just gotten weirder and weirder. So she was at this performance of Beetlejuice the Musical, which I would have loved to to see. I don't know if it's here or if it stopped. It's it was It's something, but I wanted to see it. Um, but she was kicked out of the regional touring uh, <laughs> a performance of Beetlejuice for vaping, singing, and, quote, causing a disturbance uh, during the show in Denver. So... The theater staff warned the 36-year-old grandmother. What? Is she a 36-year-old grandmother? I guess so. Wow. Grandma Well, maybe Drake should use her image for the his album. Yeah. Just her getting groped. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the... Oh, yeah. Did they talk about it? Oh, I yeah. Saw the, it was on Twitter. Oh, it's a whole thing. So she was uh, warned after, you know, people were saying, like, she was being a little uh, disruptive. Um and they also refused to leave on their own um, when they were asked to leave, so they called the police. And Lauren Boebert pulled the old classic, do you know who I am? Uh, but it also says that, uh, I guess her campaign manager, Drew Sexton, confirmed that, yes, it was her. He said in a statement that the congresswoman was merely enthusiastically enjoying the show and says she denied vaping during the performance. But, you know, that video came out where she's like... <laughs> Yeah, vaping. Um, but she did take a cell phone photo with the flash on, even though we know as people who go into public spaces that, you know, flash photography is not allowed. Uh, the theater received another complaint about Bobert and her guests about five minutes into the second act for being loud. Uh, I guess the theater uh, usher said, I told them that they would need to leave the theater. And if they did not, they will be trespassing. The patrons said they would not leave. Uh, said, I told them I would be going to get the Denver police. They said, go get them. Oh, nice. And the police showed up. And she said, do you know who I am? I'm on the board. I'll be contacting the mayor. So anyways, they escorted her out with her guy. It is then uh, you see them flipping off the people, you know, because yeah, you win, not? you why showed not? them. But then it gets weirder. 
This guy <laughs> is grabbing her breasts in the theater. Yeah, look. So, well, Beetlejuice got him worked up. You know, I'm, it's kind of hard. That's not what he meant by it's showtime. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look at this. Also, eyes forward. Like, what is this? Is this very, it's a weird way to feel someone up. Just Well, she's got her hand. She's feeling him up, too. So they're rubbing each other out at Beetlejuice, mm -hmm. which I'm just baffled. This is a, a congresswoman. This is someone who is very... I mean, you can tell she doesn't go to a lot of live events or well, like Broadway shows. Or she's not going to a, a, a new dinner art pop-up at any time soon. Is, this is medieval times behavior. Yeah. Well, as someone who, it's medieval times for sure. Give her a turkey <laughs> like, leg. Oh, yeah. Well, like you could do that there, but like when it's a more cultured performance, if you're vaping and you're like taking flash photography and getting felt up. Yeah, you're not at the comedy store, and, lady. And if, and, and if she's... <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not dark enough. Yeah. You know, that's expected at the comedy Isn't store. It's a two drink minimum. I'm just sort of like trying to distract, you know, so that guys can make moves. That's the whole reason we do comedy. Yeah. Just so that, you know, people can like get out there. Well, and it just it, here's it, it gets even weirder because uh she pulls her hands closer to his breast. I'm not reading a romance novel, by the way. This is actual yeah. That'd be hilarious, like do an oil painting, like like it's a like a romance novel. Just have her getting felt up on the cover. Oh my god, you know that what would I mean? And it's just this thick about this event. And she's like, oh. I kept on caressing her breast, and like like on stage, it's just them with the shrimp cocktails from Beetlejuice. I mean, it is kind of crazy because you know that whole thing with like the lion roaring before the Wizard of Oz. You play Dark Side of the Moon. You actually play Harry Belafonte's Deo with the banana song. It syncs up perfectly with this video. <laughs> <laughs> Daylight come and me one yeah. go home. But how crazy is it for all this stuff that, you know, reading about, like the vaping, the the pictures, the getting fondled, and to be that outraged when you're asked to leave? Could you, I, but I mean, that happens here. Yeah, yeah. That happens here. We're, there's people who are like, but these aren't Congress people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> these are like, this is a woman who's like, I represent traditional family values. Mm -hmm. Right. Really, bitch? Look, she's a grandmother. She should know. She knows it's, what's up. She's a 36-year-old grandma <laughs> yeah. just getting felt up in a theater. Uh-huh. Um, but here's what really drives me. And this is just like... Chef's kiss. This bitch has gone on to attack the LGBTQ plus community over and over and over again, accusing them of being groomers, putting that vitriol out so all her followers can go after people and, you know, attack them and all that shit. Uh, however, this woman is engaged in sexual activities uh, in a 3,000 seat theater during a performance of Beetlejuice where you have There's to be at least stuff. 10 yeah, years yeah. old to see Beetlejuice. So this woman's getting felt up and grabbing this guy's dong, mm -hmm. his sandworm, if you will, sure, yeah. in the theater. Mind you, this guy also is a bar owner in Denver that is uh, welcoming to the LGBTQ plus community that also has drag shows at his bar mm. that she is opposed and saying drag in front of so, children is dangerous. It's like Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> it's, it's just so <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Also to me, like, that there's a guy out there who's all about that. You know, that's that's perplexing to me because she represents you know, like a lot of terrible things. And just for this guy in the theater to be like, oh, yeah, fucking Lauren 
yeah. What a 10. Gross. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, she did her, uh, I guess she did her apology tour over the weekend. And she, she said was, sorry? She said sorry-ish. Like, my clouds weren't even that big. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you guys, it weren't even like strawberry clouds. They were just like yeah. normal clouds. Um, oh, this is like way more high def. Yeah. What if they're just full-on fucking while people are getting to their seats? <laughs> well, and of, of course people are saying, oh, she was set up and stuff. And I'm like, I don't think so. I think every I think every place, we have like multiple cameras all over this place. Yeah, Because yeah. we just, you just never know, especially with the amount of violence and like. Like they have no control. I mean, control. look at her, full flash. Right. Okay, having a good time. I mean, that's okay. Like dancing in your seat, that's fine. And then, oh, uh, oh. Uh, uh, uh. Did someone say Beetlejuice three times? Oh, I mean, my God. And then she's escorted out. Flipping off everybody, you know, like a congresswoman well, does. She's like Congress, uh, Congresswoman Tupac. Just yeah. life. <laughs> I'll see you guys during hairspray. That's right, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get my money for hairspray. This is how you treat me. <laughs> if you, don't, you don't get me at my Beetlejuice. <laughs> If you don't get me in my Beetlejuice, you don't you deserve, deserve me in my, my hairspray. hairspray. Oh, God. You can't stop the beat. Has a whole new meaning now. Just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors, and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal, The Salt Lake City Bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com. Um, but let's let's uh, keep it going with entitled people. So unruly passengers are having a moment. Yeah. We've seen them. We had the lizard lady on the plane. Uh, we've seen people getting duct taped to their seats, which is always my favorite. Um, I love a good outburst. But this woman over the weekend, her name was Morgan Osman. She was on the um, critically acclaimed masterpiece of a show called Bad Girls Club, uh, who claimed to have dated Britney Spears' ex-husband, Sam Ashgari, who goes to my gym, by the way. It's really oh, weird. He's there, and I'm like... Do you pat him on the back like, I'm sorry, dude? No. How are you feeling? I don't if like you need, him. If you need, <laughs> oh, yeah? I see him and I'm like, oh. why are you here? On a personal level or just from what you've gathered through bits and pieces in the news? Both, I think. Interesting. But I just see him. You don't like the way he works out? Well, I saw him the other day. He was just like hanging out in the locker room, just like with his trainer talking. And I'm like, can I, can you move? Taking like, up too much space? <laughs> yeah, he's just like, uh, yeah, uh. I'm like, <laughs> get, get. And why are you at like West Hollywood Equinox? What's going on, Interesting. Sam? And Sean Mendez. God. All right. So uh 
This woman's being ripped online after she was filmed calling herself Instagram famous while throwing a tantrum aboard a flight. The 35-year-old designer, what if it said 35-year-old grandmother again, who appeared on Oxygen's Bad Girls Club, recently confirmed her identity. She said, yes, it's me, you guys. (laughs) So this woman is appeared to be blowing up on Reddit. Uh, She is exchanging words with an off-screen passenger while grabbing her bags. She says, call me a bitch again, the Miami, Florida native. I would hate for this to be written up about me. (laughs) Native (laughs) dares while the videographer guffaws in the background. I did nothing wrong. After the flyer tells her to shut up. In response, she tells the other passenger to shut the F up before walking away with her bag. Things come to a head after the social media celeb, not a thing, notices the passenger filming the exchange, whereupon she sarcastically explains, film me, I'm Instagram famous, you fucking bum. Oh, this is where we are. Yeah. What would you do? What it... Do you think she's had work done, or is that like... um... That's a real person. (laughs) (laughs) That's her original skin suit. Yeah. It's one thing to see a fight or an altercation, but I think it's over when you admit that you are Instagram famous. That's when you're like, get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't give your own credits. That's kind of the rule. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't... I performed at an arcade on Friday. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. I don't go around saying that. Is it true? (laughs) Yes. But I don't need to shove people's faces in it. Have they performed at an arcade? Probably not. I don't need their lifestyle shoved down my throat. What if I'm unruly? I'm on a plan. I'm like, I performed at an arcade. (laughs) But here? I have a blue check mark. Not on Twitter because they took it away. I don't want to pay for that. But, but on Instagram, I still have a blue check mark. Oh, my God. I'm on TikTok. Oh, my God. I'm verified on Facebook. He just snapped. It was uh, yeah. so crazy. Some of my comedy clips get 30,000 views. But here's the... F- <laughs> yeah. My analytics are growing. Yeah, I'm, I'm losing sometimes. I'm losing. I think I'm posting too much or I, I don't know. <laughs> the, the algorithm. They keep on changing the algorithm. It's fucked up. They keep on changing the algorithm. I heard Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays are good to post. Women on pills love my feet. <laughs> yeah. Women on pills love my feet. I'm trying to do more stories. Get off my back. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's the thing, though, is when, when you have these moments of people, like, losing their shit, and as soon as it gets online, like, people are coming after her. They're like, oh, you have to tell people you're famous. You're not famous. Someone said famous, but she's still flying coach. Oh. <laughs> That's, that's the uppercut. That's the Mike Tyson punch out. Someone called her cringe Kardashian. She's, oh my God. If you're fame, if you're so famous, why aren't you in first or even business class? No one cares who you are. Wow. This sounds like some of my iTunes reviews. (laughs) We don't care if you live or die. Thanks for the engagement. Yeah. Thank you so much, because uh, it's still a review. It we'll is take true. It. It is and true. I chart news. I chart news. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I think the uh, this is what makes me afraid to fly. I have to fly to a, a, a wedding this weekend, and I'm like, oh, God. You think you're going to encounter one of these? I really hope not. I haven't gotten, I haven't had it. Have you ever had anyone unruly on your flight? No, luckily. Yeah, I hear these stories. But, you know, statistically, I imagine we, we do so many shows across the country. It's bound to happen. You watch. Yeah. You'll be flying out of Laguna Airport, <laughs> and some woman's going to be like, I need some air. <laughs> like, just, just sucked out. Sucks everyone out. All right. We've got a couple more stories. We have, let's see. We've got Britney Spears. Uh, 
You know, she just got a divorce with Sam, who yeah, goes to yeah. my gym. And uh, over the weekend, it was said that she has been romancing an ex-con housekeeper. Ooh. Which I did not... Spicy. S- I, <laughs> he's, he's 37 and uh, living in her house. And, <sighs> yeah, her ex... A, a lot of people were saying she was cheating on Sam, or Sam said that she was cheating Again, the, P- the PR team's getting ahead of it. Whose story, you know? Like, who wants to be the good guy? Let's see. A the third source person. tells Page Six that the pair are not dating, noting that they stopped hanging out after she, quote, came back from Mexico. The drama, right? Yeah. What but, o- but over the weekend, it said that they are not dating anymore. So... Is he out of the house? But look at the guy. Can we see the guy? That's her. Mm-hmm. What's happening with her teeth? I really don't know. I mean, I love that joke. I mean, maybe I don't want to give away your material. What, mine? Yeah, mother, yeah, yeah. Or just like, I mean, it's just an observation how it is from so high all the time. It's it's a lot. And, and it just, it made me sad because there It's were, like top down. It's it, it's almost like an aerial shot. It's of, yes, of her. It's, like, yeah, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a drone shot or something, like from a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I know that's the thing, like, as you get older, you want to raise the camera a bit to a degree, but Britney is taking it. So she's like on a water tower. The Goodyear like, blimp, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She's going she's gonna to be in a cornfield, and it's just, she's going to be like a dot. She's like, I Dude. believe I can fly. Yeah. This is my new dance. I still got it. And you're, it's like Grand Theft Auto, just like a dot. Like well, speaking Grand of Grand Theft, Theft Auto, that's the guy. Oh, yeah. Just put an oil thing or whatever. Or like right? A, I mean, yeah, it's like, like what? Just what, add the hip-hop music. What in the Breaking Bad hell is this? This is the guy she was like... Is this the day he got out? Because <laughs> he's, like, he's wearing jail yeah. clothes. She's just like here with this guy and everyone's like, no, they're not dating now. So I'm like, thank God. But I'm really, I'm, I'm you know what? I, I we've, We talk about Bernie a lot. I'm rooting for her. I, we all are. But shit, yeah. her son just turned 18. Whoa. So now she doesn't have to give him an allowance anymore, which now KFED is 50% out of like, uh, you know... He's out of jail? No, he's he's unemployed. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kevin Federline has no money. He's he's been using the son, not using oh, the sons. He's that's taking right. in the child support until so he has nothing now. Well, he has half now because one of the kids is eighteen now, and she can cut him off. Uh. And now it's like get this get this guy out of here. What is that? I don't even know. Um, so yeah, we're rooting for her. And then the VMAs were last week, and I think they all got. They got a lot of coverage. I didn't talk about it because, yeah, did you watch them? No, but I do feel like I've heard about this VMAs more than I have other ones. You know why? NSYNC. NSYNC. Nelly Furtado. Mm. Timbaland. Mm. uh, Wyclef Jean. um, Who else was there? So they brought some generations together. It was like, oh, here's our people. And then, you know, you had like all the K-pop groups with, which by the way, K-pop groups are a lot. Choose your words wisely. <laughs> You're on thin ice right now. But here's the thing. You know, like, I feel like boy bands and girl groups, it was like, oh, Ginger Spice and Scary Spice. And, you know, Joey was the, Joey Fatone was like the fun uncle. Yes. You know, you had the old one. Right. K-pop, it's like you have the lavender-haired one. <laughs> uh-huh. You have the dark chocolate-haired one. Mm. You had you have the white-haired one. Like, they all have that now. Ah. And they're all... It's like a thing now. They all have... All 25 of them have different colored hair. And, and that's the only differentiator? I don't know. Like, you said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> you roped me, India. Where Fuck. I'm like, 
Wait, who? Wait, oh, oh, the oh, the pink-haired one. Yes, got it. So, anyways, but the VMAs did come out, and it was fun because there was a lot of oh, Ashanti came mm. back. Um, so it was a lot of new and old, um, and it was fun. Lance, Joey, Chris, and JC, and Justin all appeared presenting Taylor Swift with, you know, one of her nine awards. She just swept. Yeah. And by the way, I've talked about Taylor Swift on this podcast. I'm saying it now. Please. I love drunk Taylor Swift. Drunk Taylor Swift. Oh, man. She was living. Yeah, I saw some clips. It looked fun. It looked fun. I was yeah. like, yeah, if you're going to sweep the awards, just fucking, Let you know loose. you're the problem. It's you. You know, just... Well, she's selling out football stadiums. No she, shit. She's playing with house money. Exactly. She's like, you don't got to give me jack shit. I print money. I print <laughs> money. I gave a hundred... I'm just here for the vibes. Yeah. Oh, you want me to go on stage? Okay. Yeah. And they gave her... And yeah, she gave her like staff $100,000 raises. Like, girl, go yeah. get shit faced on camera. Yeah, but they call the moon man now the moon person. Really? Oh, yeah. That's, that's, wow. That was new to me. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, NSYNC appeared. Moon person. And it was kind of insane because I was like, oh, shit. We're old. Yeah, where it's uh, career and monetarily viable for all of them to get back together. Mm-hmm. Because for a long time, JT would hold out. because like, nah, it's going to. But, like, now it makes sense for him to do that. No, Justin did. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. To, like, get back together. Yeah. But for a long time, it's like that cat and mouse game of, like, I don't know, guys. Yeah, maybe sometime in the future. Because you still have this viable solo career. Mm-hmm. And, like, he still does a little bit. But it's waned. Whereas, like, now it's the time where you're like, okay, now it makes sense for all of us to get back together. Well, what do you think is going to happen? What, get back together? Mm-hmm. I think you do the solo thing as long as you can, juice it for all it's worth, and then you don't get any more from it. And then you're like, okay, the only way I can juice some more money out of this shit is to get back with the guys. Well. It's almost like uh, you'll see these Geico commercials where they're like singing, and you're like, they're at that point now where like, let me just make a lot of money. They would never do this 10 years ago, but like, it's a law, it's a law of nature. Well, it's like the, it's like the, uh, they did the 50th anniversary of hip hop, mm -hmm. and like all the guys, like Grandmaster Flash came out and... <laughs> They were like, this is Grandmaster Flash to the kids. And they were like, yeah, yes, I know. Nothing is forever. You have, you have a moment, you juice it for all it's worth, and then you go, okay, how can I get some more juice? All right, people like when the thing is back together. We'll squeeze some more money, mm -hmm. and then it's in the ground time. Well, I have an update for you. What? I texted Lance. Oh, yeah? I texted him the day after the VMAs, and I said, what's happening? Is there a reunion? And he said, we have to see how the movie Trolls does, because that's where they, they sang the song for the movie Trolls, but they can't promote the movie Trolls because of the strike. So he uh, said, we'll see what happens with how Trolls, Trolls does. Because everyone's like, yes, give it to us. So and, is InSync doing a song on Trolls? Yeah. The whole like band. A, the whole band. And that's they had cool. like this like recording moment, but then yesterday or over the weekend, sorry, InSync isn't going on tour but Justin Timberlake is. Right? What a bitch. <laughs> Again, it's like, let me try to juice the solo thing as long as I can. I know, but no one cared about Man in the Woods and no one ever will. You know, I have a theory. I think Justin took too much time off because he uh -huh. was on top for a long time with the solo career. Everything was great. And then he took too much time off and then Bruno Mars came in. Mm. He took his foot off the gas a little too long and then Bruno kind of took over. Was well, wait, are you talking about, um, wait. To be the solo R&B guy. Because after, was that was that around the same time with the whole Janet thing? 
Uh, I forgot when he, had, he kind he had, of, that well, was like peak Timberlake, right? 2005, two, what was that? Like, shit, like 2006, 2007. Where was was like, don't be so quick to walk Yeah, there away. was yeah. Justified and then there was, uh, there was like two albums yeah. that were huge. Yeah. And then he kind of stopped for a bit to like catch up on life or whatever. Well, but then in this town, another person just came in. Yeah. He started doing movies, all that shit. But now, yeah. Justin Timberlake's hitting the road solo. Justin is coming out with a new album, so he's planning a big U.S. tour for 2024. That's really good prices. Is that prices right? Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I'm really kind of bummed because uh, this was a chance. We were talking, Land and I were talking before the story. We were like, if they went on like a huge major city tour, they could easily make over $100 million to split between the five of them. Right? Wouldn't that be said? Yeah. So, I mean, look you know, at, you know what it is? I hmm. think it's a, it's an ego thing a mm-hmm. little bit. and Because, like, once JT tours with the group, mm-hmm. it's over. It's like admitting the solo's over. But who cares? No, I know. But look, people are people. They have their own ideas and baggage of, like, what they feel they deserve. and what, You know what I mean? So I'm, like, still, I'm still wanting JC's solo career because jc's solo career before the timberlake janet incident was yeah. the shit uh. do you remember jc's uh, yeah well there was a track off there i really liked i forgot friday night just could get enough i was yes tara reed was in the video damn uh but uh yeah i did like the uh um but right don't you agree like it, if justin does t- touring with nsync Mm-hmm. It's hard to go back into solo after that. It's it's a, a chapter, a door's closed, kind of, in your mind at least. Well, maybe you're right. I'll I I right I, yeah. Like, how do you get back with what the other, teen group? Because well, and also there wasn't a solo career from the other boy bands. Yes, like there wasn't a Backstreet. Right, no one went solo from Backstreet. Uh, did Nick Carter for a little bit try to? He tried. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, you know, 98 Degrees didn't, and 98 Degrees is going back on the road. There you go. When God closes the door, <laughs> he opens a window. But, I mean, it's like... <laughs> when God closes a door, he opens a window. That's and, the name of the tour. <laughs> and they jump out. And they and they jump out of that window. So, I know. I mean... Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. They're all going back on the road, but I don't think, I think they're singing other people's songs. <laughs> yeah, you know what would be great? <laughs> Is if, you know, NC gets back together and they start touring and, and then they have a, a hologram Lou Pearlman. Shit. <laughs> For no reason. Yeah. He's just like a fat guy in a Hawaiian shirt. Just taking their checks like, at hey, the end of boys, the night. boys, sorry I'm not around anymore. <laughs> I'm glad to see you guys are doing so well. And all the fans are like, why is... Why is Lou Pearlman here? And he's like, yeah, I'm yeah. just collecting all the money yeah. from the show tonight. Why is there You'll pr- get it at Christmas, I promise. Like, why did they make a hologram of their predatory God. early had manager? You, I had Lance on. <laughs> Enjoy uh, the show, guys. <laughs> I had Lance on back in April, or right before May, because it's going to be May. Um, <laughs> and that's available on YouTube. And he talks about the whole Lou Pearlman thing, how they were at dinner, like yeah. for Christmas, and all their families are there, and he's presenting them all with checks. And it was like they're the number one like boy band group in the world. Yeah. And like he's like, here's ten thousand dollars. And they were like, uh, okay. Wild. Jeez. Yeah, watch that on YouTube. Um, but I mean, here's the thing. I'm not like I'm not gonna get tickets to the 98 degree show. 
You can wait. Yeah, I'll wait for the IMAX uh, experience like they're going to do with the Eras tour. I mean, look at these guys. Jeff Timmons was the hottest one, and he which, had a 98 which, which degrees tattoo he? on his arm. The one on the far right. Okay. So was it always four guys or was it three? No one knows. No, no one knows? <laughs> yeah, is, no, this, is this like the Mandela effect? It was four guys. Yeah, it was three. No, it was four. You, you remember, look back. Do you remember a 98 degrees song off the top of your head? Is Shut Up one? No, Shut Up's a different group. <laughs> shut Up? Is there a Shut Up kind of thing with Nick shut Lachey? Up, just Shut Up, Shut Up. That's the, the that's a Black Eyed Peas. Oh, hold on. I don't think Nick There's Lachey one, sang used... a song called Shut Up unless it was to Jessica Simpson. Maybe he told me to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was outside of an Olive Garden. I mean, my favorite 98 to... Degrees song, hands down, Give me just one night, una noche. That was like a Spanish. Uh, okay. Remember the Doritos girl was like in oh, it? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that Allie Landry? Allie Landry, yeah. But, um... Yeah, they're going to do, uh, this is what everyone's doing, 90s boy bands to create a super boy band. The members have several picks, including Boys to Men, uh, Wanya, is it Wanya or Wanya? I think it's Wanya Morris, NSYNC's Joey Fatone, the Backstreet Boys, AJ McLean, and New Kids on the Block's Joey McIntyre. So they're kind of doing that. Also, it is rumored as of today that they are now pitching for the Super Bowl a boy band like mashup, which would be pretty dope. Because Taylor Swift said she's not no. doing it, huh? She doesn't want to do she it. Do it. She, well, you don't make she money. Need the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, no, I'm okay. Yeah, she's like, you'll have to build new venues to house what I'm doing next tour. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what do you have other than football stadiums? SoFi too. I need my right. own arena. God, she's just playing a whole state. Yeah. All the people go. <laughs> people just go to like Nebraska. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, and, and she's it. she's just like gonna. An airship. That's what I want. I want drunk Taylor Swift. Said the Grammys come up. I think they had to like postpone them. I don't know. Did the Grammys come out? I think they had to post. I don't know. But the next Grammys. Mm -hmm. So when she's up for all this, these awards now, I just want drunk Taylor Swift to go up there and be like, I am a god. And, <laughs> and then just like tear down the sweet, out. Yeah. yeah. She's been an alien this whole time. Mm hmm. Just rips her face off, blinks vertically, Ugh. and that's all I want. Just break, I told break you our I brains. Was the problem. It's yeah, me. yeah. Uh, and well, then we're like, I'm still gonna listen to her music. I mean, she, she may be an alien and like want, want yeah, to enslave us. Yeah, an alien. People are like, okay, she, she writes hits. Um, well, we have this is we have a couple more stories. People are going back to the office, and some people over at the Grinder offices are pissed. Uh, Grinder has lost nearly half of its staff after going back to the office. The <laughs> The gay hookup site has joined the list of tech companies demanding their employees return to the office, losing almost half. Uh, in the post-pandemic workplace, Grindr joins other tech firms such as Google, Meta, and what's left of Twitter, X, telling their employees they have to work in the office at least a couple days per week. Yes. Wired reports that the uh, popular app, best known for quick hookups, bloop, for gay and bisexual men, issued a firm directive for employees to return, which has resulted in a downsizing of the company's workforce. You want them back in the office? Or I, don't, fine? I, mean, I didn't even know there was an office. Yeah, I where, wait, where is it? Where's the office? I don't know. San Francisco, I'm assuming. Yeah. Next to a nude pop-up yeah. restaurant. Grinder presented its remote workforce with a two-week ultimatum. Commit to working in the office at least two days a week starting in October That's or lose your bad. job. That's two days a week. But for Grinder, it's go, go, go. Mm. Yeah. Go to the Tricks house. Another <laughs> venue. Go to another Tricks house. Go to the venue, you know? 
According to the Grinder Union, which I did not know either, there's a Grinder Union, which formed two weeks before the ultimatum was issued. 82 out of the 178 staff, or 46% of its workforce, were sub- subsequently let go. For many, the decision was especially difficult, as it would require moving back to the U.S. company's offices in L.A. They were here the whole time, ah. in front of us, under our noses the whole time. Jackman again. Chicago or San Francisco, three of the nation's most expensive cities to live in. <sighs> that is kind of fucked up. Like, uh, you do lose a lot of money when you have to go into the office in some of these rich cities. Mm-hmm. Because if you're really talented, you're I, losing all. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, like. Just thinking, I'm really talented at Grinder. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, not the company. I, I'm a talented at Grinder. I'm a coder. <laughs> yeah. But it sucks because, like, uh, you could get paid a certain amount and then you're losing so much money when you live in San Francisco or you live in Chicago. These are expensive cities. Mm-hmm. Remote really opened up a lot of things. So I don't know. I wonder how necessary it is to actually be in the office. But then two days, eh, even those two days a week, you still have to live in the city. But how much, is, how much, how much does the formula change that you need to go into the office? You're like, guys, I have an idea. Also, it's a tech company. It is so a it's, tech company. It's all emails. It's all ones yeah. and zeros. Zoom. Yeah, it's not like you're building something. You don't like have a, a, flow a Formula chart One being car. Like, Dick. <laughs> Balls. Yeah. These go together, and they are thirty feet away <laughs> under your bed. Like, there's nothing that changes. Yeah, I don't know why they need to be in the office. Guys, we need to have a meeting about Joe in Oklahoma. Uh, we had some uh, texts that he was uh, leaving his door open with his ass up. So uh, we need to have an HR uh, moment for that. Right. Yeah. You don't know anything about Grindr, do you? I know it's like an app. It's like a dating app, right, or a hookup app? Or... It's a hookup app. Interesting. However, there are people— Is that be funny, like— you know, you flash forward 40 years from now. Uh-huh. Like, How did you do me? Oh, Grinder. It happens now. <laughs> really? It's a thing. There are people who are just like, well, we met on Grinder. I just wanted a bust, but, you know, we kept we kept in touch. I came to his home, and the door was open, and his ass was up, and the rest is history. Oh, my God. And I've we've been inseparable. Now we just sit on the porch whittling yeah. something. Now we grind together. together. <laughs> We, we started a coffee shop called The Daily Grind. <laughs> oh, that is lovely. I just love two old gay men who grind together. Yeah. All right. Whew, all right. Finally, we have a couple, going back to airplanes, a yeah. couple is livid after sitting next to a farting dog on a 13-hour flight. Her name was Lauren Bobert, and she had too many beans. Yeah. And she said, oh, you know who I am? So a couple from New Zealand is demanding a refund after they sat next to a smelly dog on their 13-hour-long Singapore Airlines flight. Gil and Warren uh, met on Grinder, okay. and they were headed back to New Zealand from Paris in June, where they were surprised to see a dog with a passenger in the seat next to them. Okay, sure. Um, what else here? Gil Press said she— Oh, Gil—oh, it's Jill— that's a weird way to spill, spell, spill. It's a, yeah, spell spill Jill. Jill. Jill with a G. I said, I thought they were two guys. Jill said she heard this noise and it was, it sounded like a heavy snorting. I thought it was my husband's phone because that's what phones sound like. Heavy snorting. Yeah, I have a fart ringtone. Just, <laughs> yeah. It's like you're uh, like the Tesla where you can do that in the Tesla. Oh, really? Yeah. There's like a thing where you can just like, 
<laughs> and it could go to each seat. It scares the shit out of my boyfriend. Uh, but we looked down and realized it was the dog breathing. He said, I'm not having this sitting next to us the whole trip. The woman said she overheard the dog's owner saying to another passenger that he gets nervous on planes and needs the pet by his side. The couple decided to stay in their premium economy seats because they're Instagram famous. After speaking with a flight attendant who said the only others available seats were located in the back row of the economy section. However, halfway through the flight, the dog began farting. Oh, God. The passenger couldn't have the dog out in the aisle because they couldn't get the trolley through. So it had to come in further, which meant his head was under my husband's feet. My husband was in shorts and was getting the dog's saliva on his leg. This sounds awful. The couple spoke to the flight attendant and were moved to an economy seat that was reserved for the staff. Um... And they still have not heard from the airline. The airline emailed back two weeks later and got an offer for a 74 gift voucher. Very specific. Yeah. A $74 gift voucher for Singapore Airlines. Um, so, yeah, this sounds awful. We didn't receive the experience we paid for. Well, I guess... Uh, Oh, yeah, here's a little statement. Singapore Airlines endeavors to notify customers who may be seated next to an assistance dog prior to boarding the flight. We sincerely apologize that this did not occur in this case and will work with our airport teams to ensure that this lapse does not occur in the future. The airline spokesperson said in circumstances where customers seated next to an assistance dog request to be moved, Singapore Airlines will assist to reseat customers with the same cabin where space permits. I don't know. That's too much. Well, how does it fart for 13 hours? It's so long. Like, are you feeding the dog halfway through to, like, keep it up? I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, you what would, kind you of dog think? was it? Yeah. It had to have been a big dog. Like a, like, a, like a mountain dog or something? Some, like, I don't know. God, that, ugh. I what, couldn't do it. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Just the, I need the dog to fly? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I need, I need my assistant dog or I need my service dog yes. or whatever. But see, that's why we can't have nice things because people were bringing on their service peacocks when, okay. and their service billy goats yes. and all that shit. When, when do you think that started happening? The service dogs on plane thing? Five, six years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Like when restaurants and stuff? Yeah. That was oh, like, so, that, so it started with restaurants, you mean? I think it started with restaurants where they're like, oh, this is service animal. I used to work in a restaurant like seven, eight years ago, and it was like— that's I remember At first when people it was were probably like, legit. Like, okay, yeah. I have epilepsy or yes, I have diabetes. On and it. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then people then were like, slowly... I have anxiety. This is my dog. And you're right. like, ugh. Then and it then, became a hot girl yeah, crutch kind of. Just like a small little like two-toothed abomination. <laughs> right. And they'd be like, I'm feeding <laughs> it like, human food. I don't know what that's helping with. You know what I mean? Yeah, like what that is thing's not helping anybody. Well, and I think that's what they and now they've like completely there's some restaurants that have banned service dogs and stuff. They're like, nope. And you have to, like, show them the papers and stuff. But then I remember people being outraged. They were like, that's illegal. You, you're that's not supposed to ask. And it's like, well, just leave your dog at home. That's what I have to say. Well, if you don't ask, this is what happens. You know? Mm -hmm. Slippery slope. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I have to tell you this story real quick. Speaking of animals. So I went to this um, uh, cat memorial. Okay. Yeah. You can't just say that like uh, that's a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I need. I need. I need more. I had a cat memorial. Uh, Yours, a little, friend's what? My, my friend. He uh -huh. uh, lost his cat. That's he had bad. it for seventeen years. Oh, so long. Yeah. And 
you know me, I had to like sit in the back. Like I was like, I can't. I, Too I many can't, ideas. I yeah, 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 I yeah. Was, people were looking at me to see if my face was saying yeah. things, and it uh-huh. was. Uh-huh. And, you know, I love this friend. He's a great friend, but it was like oil painting of the cat, mm. flowers. There was an open bar. There were espresso oh. meowtinis. Jeez. How many people? I'm not even joking. I wish I was. <laughs> I wish I was. This was probably about 20 people. Okay. It was uh, over in Beverly Hills. So everyone was like decked out. Um, they were serving uh, Chick-fil-A, which was strange. <laughs> but the cat's name was Nugget, and so he was uh, serving nuggets. Nugget would have wanted that. So we're eating hate crime chicken, metaphorically named after the cat. Right. A lot of layers. <laughs> a lot of layers. A lot of- so I'm sitting in the back, and people were like, you know, Nugget was a sweet cat. I remember when this person brought them home, and it was just always there. And I'm just sitting there like, oh my God, it's this is real. And I wish, I wish I could have been that woman just wearing red and been like, Nugget and I were having an illicit <laughs> affair for 10 years. And he left me all this yeah. money. Yeah, I wish, I wish. But where was I going with this? Oh, so since then, my friend got a new cat. This cat is like, and I'm not a big like cat person. This cat's just big eyes, just what kind of cat? I don't even know. Uh. Something. It looks like something black market. It's too adorable. Okay. Like the wide face. What is the? Uh... It's like it has like like big human eyes and it's just like round face and it's so playful and so cute and so we go over there. We go over to his house. We're playing Mario Kart because we're just broing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. And like there's a charcuterie board. We're like introducing ourselves to the cat. We get up to leave. <laughs> I stand up. And I'm like, oh, my God. oh, totally just no. stepped on this poor thing. So I, when's the next memorial? Still, <laughs> still thinking about it. Another oil painting. Well, there was meatball. It's, meatball. Just we had another. it for three days. Yeah, just then, go through the whole Chick Fil A menu. God, yeah. Ah, uh, spicy just, chicken deluxe. I what can know. I say about spicy chicken deluxe? Justin just broke its back when we brought it home. Oh, well. <laughs> well, this has been fun. <laughs> Fahim, tell everyone where everyone can find you. Uh, what dates you got coming up? Let's see. I'm doing Houston Improv October 20th and 21st. Cool. And then I'm filming a special at Zany's in Nashville mm. October 25th. Two shows. Come to that. That's great. Just on the internet. Um, YouTube.com slash Fahim Anwar. Instagram Fahim Anwar. Yes. TikTok Fahim Anwar Comedy. Fuck you Fahim Anwar on TikTok who got that before me. God. Yeah. And I guess that's about it, you know? Just, yeah, Google me Fahim Anwar, I suppose. Comedy. Come to the comedy store. Oh, yeah. See me. See Justin. We'll be here. It's a great place. I got I got a date in Utah coming up in nice. November. So, Utah's fun. I've played it. Yes, yeah, the Boxcars. Have uh, you been cool. to that one? No, I did Wise Guys when I was there, but I heard Boxcars good. Boxcars brand new. <laughs> so I'll be out there, uh, I think, November 3rd and 4th. But uh, yeah, I've got some stuff coming in October. Got some surprises coming for you next month. So stay tuned. And as always, we will see you next time on the Just Saying Podcast. Bye. Bye.